Hi, this is Bill Cecil, and welcome to episode number 14 of Best Year Ever or Bust, the podcast series designed to help make every year as a teacher your best year ever by helping you help your students to make it their best year ever despite any and all challenges that may occur throughout the school year. I want to thank all of you for taking time to listen in out of your busy schedule, and I want to thank you for taking time to sharing this podcast with others to help them be strong in the classroom and be the heroes they've been called to be as well, and to help make a difference every day in the classroom, which is what all of you are doing each and every day. I don't want you to forget that. That's why I keep bringing it up. So today, I'm going to jump right into things. Uh, Today, I I am recording this episode four days before Thanksgiving. Mm, one of my favorite holidays throughout the year, Thanksgiving. I can already smell the turkey, the mashed potatoes and gravy, and the stuffing cooking as I speak. <laughs> I can't wait. So seriously, today, no matter how close or how far away Thanksgiving is for you, I want to talk about the importance of getting in the habit of giving thanks and, and teaching your students and yourself to develop a strong gratitude mindset that you'll bring into school each day that will increase your odds of making it your best year ever. You might be wondering, why will learning to be more thankful and grateful help to make it your best year ever? Look, I believe from my own experience and many of my students, there are several reasons. So let me explain. First, let's start with the definition and meaning of gratitude. Here are some things I found on Google when I, I Googled that earlier this morning. It said, gratitude is the quality of being thankful to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So what I did was I broke this down into two parts, okay? So number one, gratitude is the quality of being thankful. And the second part is to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So let's dive deeper into number one. Gratitude is the quality of being thankful. Now to me, that means to appreciate, to, to recognize, to reflect on the good things in your life. Uh, for example, like having a place to live, food, uh, having friends, family, clothes to wear, um, your health, things like that. I mean, this seems pretty obvious, right? If you, if you didn't have any of those, foods, friends, family, clothes to wear, uh, your health, you'd be very upset. You'd be very frustrated. You'd be worried, right? You'd be concerned. I mean, obviously, your quality of life would be way less than that. But unfortunately, we tend to take a lot of these things for granted. We don't appreciate them every day. Or we don't recognize them every day. We recognize them when they're gone. It's like having your power go out, right? All of a sudden, now you miss your power, but you take it for granted every day. You flip a switch, the light comes on, go to the fridge, it's cold, right? It gets hot or cold, you turn the heat up or down. But if it's not working, all of a sudden, then you miss it. So too often we take these things for granted instead of really appreciating them. And what we tend to do is we focus on what we don't have. Or worse, we focus on what other people have that we don't have and we compare our happiness to theirs then. So it gets really, really complicated. My, my fear is that we're turning into that lady at the gas station and, for example, you know, oh, it's going to be one of those days. And we start to get up every day. It's going to be one of those days. And all of a sudden we get in the habit of looking for negative things to happen, like the yellow kayak syndrome. What's going to happen? You're going to find more negative things. And so a lot of us, I think we tend to fall into that pattern without thinking of it. So this is the first one we have to think about. We have to be honest with ourselves and we have to ask, do I tend to focus on more negatives than positives? Because we don't want to believe that about ourselves. But if we could play back, you know, if you imagine if you had a transcript of what you said throughout the entire day, everything you said to yourself, in your mind even, not out loud, uh, or you said it out loud or you said it to somebody else, if you had a transcript, how much of that would be negative comparisons or positive or things that you don't appreciate versus things you appreciate? So whatever it is, I think we still need to get more in the habit of focusing more on what we do have and what we like in our lives so that we can focus on those things more often 
system creating a different type of yellow kayak syndrome where we're attracting more of those positive things into our life because we're going out looking for them. It's like our brain is helping us to locate those. It's like our our GPS finder, right? Or our map quest. And so it will take us right to where we want to go the more we think about it. And so that's the first thing we have to do. And guess what? teachers and students we have to do the same thing because more often than not I think sometimes we, we we get in the habit especially as the year goes on and we start to get tired or we get stressed out we tend to start focusing more on some of our failures or challenges that we face than our triumphs and our successes and so that only seems to create more challenges and, and more failures or, or more stressors in our life and so we need to change that and we need to do that with our students as well because in, in that way we're tending to create our own challenges in our classroom that this whole podcast series is about minimizing and trying to eliminate some of those and so we want to do that with our students and with ourselves so this is no little problem that's why I believe developing a strong gratitude mindset is so important both for teachers and students so please don't don't write this off as oh this is just you know this is really minor stuff this doesn't make a difference it makes a huge difference trust me give it a try and see so what I want you to do is if you come in looking for things to get excited and happy about every day, to be grateful for and thankful for, what you're going to start to do is you're going to start to hyper-focus on those things, and thus you're going to find or create more of them in your life. That's the yellow kayak syndrome. The more you look for something, the more you're just going to actually look to find it, which means they're going to have better days in school, and you're all going to have less challenges. So that is the goal of this. What I want you to do is, to help you start creating this mindset, I want you to do three things for me. Okay, that's it. Three things. So number one, in the morning, if you if you remember from a previous episode, I was talking about, when we were talking about coming to school, one of the three words, attitude, coming into school with a positive attitude each day, looking for things to get excited and happy about. I want to add something to that. I'm going to say, I still want you to have them write down three things they're excited and happy about and also grateful for or thankful for. You might have to explain. Grateful and thankful are sort of the same thing, right? You want them to try to start recognizing that word thankful, and when they're looking for things they're excited and happy about, they're also thinking about, I'm thankful for that. Don't take it for granted. It's like if somebody gives you something and they don't say thanks, or you know, you give them something and they don't say thanks to you, that can be you know a little disappointing. So give thanks just silently like, oh, wow, that's cool. Thanks. I'm glad, I'm glad I have that in my life. I appreciate having that in my life. Just make a mental note. And so what I think of it as is I go through that day each day, what I did throughout my teaching, and it became a habit. By looking for things to get excited about and happy about and thankful for, I would start to highlight those things in my mind, like with a yellow highlighter. And, and it was a yellow highlighter because I want to be positive, like sunshine, a light. So I would highlight it in my mind that I want to lock that in because later in the day I want to share with my students that that's one of the things I was, excited, I was excited or happy about and thankful for during the day. So I want to lock it in so it stands out, just like you do in a book when you highlight something. You want it to stand out. You don't have to go dig for it and try to reread everything. I can just go back in my memory and go, oh, that, that was one of my highlights. So I'm going to share that out. So that's the second thing I want you to do is during the day, whenever you have something positive happen or that you're grateful for it or you're thankful for it, you appreciate it and you didn't just take it for granted, make a mental highlight of it just and share that out at the end of the day. That might be your one or you might have more than one, but it's good to get as many highlights during the day as you can because what I tend to do at the end of the day now, and I even do this now that I'm even out of teaching, I will do this before I go to sleep at night. I will actually go back in my mind and play through everything that I was excited and happy about or thankful for that day. Why? Because number one, it's mentally giving thanks, but two, 
it's it's locking in my brain that those are the things I'm looking for and those are the things that I want to see more of. And so as I'm going to sleep, who knows? Subconsciously, I might be thinking about those things and the next morning, I'm waking up looking for those things automatically. So first thing in the morning, name three things you're excited and happy about. Number two, during the day, have them highlight with that yellow mental highlighter. Highlight it throughout the day. Think about it. And uh, so that at the end of the day, when you ask them to share at least one thing they're thankful for that day, they can go around real, real quickly. And this is an exercise I would do in my classroom all the time. One sentence or less. They can't give you a paragraph. They can't give you a, a two-page story about what they're excited or happy about or thankful for. They got to give you one thing that they were thankful for in one sentence or less. And if you don't have enough time, you can have them do it around in their groups. But hopefully you'll have time to go around the room real quickly. And one sentence or less goes pretty quickly. And what you're doing is you're giving them a chance to build that habit that yellow kayak syndrome of looking for things that they can highlight so they'll have something to share with you at the end of the day but what it's really doing is help build them up for the future to have more success in their life okay so that's the first part of gratitude now the second part of gratitude is to show appreciation for and to return kindness let me say that again to show appreciation for and to return kindness and so what I what I do is I would do different things throughout my year I call them like little service learning projects with my students um, and what I want them to do is I want them to get in the habit of thanking people throughout the day when they say something positive to them or do something for them and it could be for example in the lunchroom when somebody hands them a lunch tray not to just take it but to say thank you and if they're going to say something you know uh, can I please have a hamburger use please and thank yous right but when they you get that back to say thank you and just get in the habit of saying thank you because what that does is it locks into your brain that it's it's something you should appreciate but it also locks in their brains that you have manners because a lot of kids I watch them go through the lunch line they just grab the food and go they don't they don't say anything polite to these people and I want them to appreciate other people in their lives at school and that means the custodians the secretaries the lunch aides the bus drivers all these people I want them to start showing appreciation for so I play that up I talk that up a lot when you go out today when we're leaving our special please say thank you to your person and they will and at first it overwhelms the people because they're like oh my gosh your whole class is so polite again winning teams attract fans right and so but they get used to my kids doing that but it becomes a habit and my kids I think feel better too because it's showing that appreciation for whatever it is the service that they just got the food they just got whatever they just got from that person that person was kind enough to give to them or help them out with something that they took the time to appreciate it mentally to say thank you to them but also in their mind lock it in that this is something I shouldn't take for granted okay we also go a step further for example, we find special projects, service learning projects I can use in my classroom to show them that sometimes we may not even know people, but we're going to give them kindness as well because we're, we're showing our kindness to the things we have in our life by being kind to other people we may not even know or may, may never even meet. Here's a good example. Something that I used to do in my time as a teacher if we found some situation like that we would make cards in my classroom and in my partner's classroom and then we would pack them up give them to the person whose family member needed something like that and then they would say to whoever like grandma you got mail today look somebody cares about you they're thinking about you here's a picture they drew here's a note let me read it to you and let's put it up in your hospital room or let's put it up in your bedroom let's put it up and the next day hey you got more mail they would just space them out over a period of time you know there's like 50 pieces of a positive message or mail so they'd come in every other day and or every day and say here's a couple more here's a couple more and so you know and and it would do amazing things they would always say it really lifted their spirits oh my gosh I got so excited every day they'd be saying did did I get 
more male today. And so it helped to lift their spirits. And so I want my kids to know sometimes it's great to be kind to people, even if you're never going to meet them or get a, a thank you from them. It's your way of saying thank you to all the people in your life that maybe you didn't get a chance to see or whatever that you're thinking. For example, the people that make the food that comes to our school, you know, even in the factories that, that are sent to our school to, so they can give it to you. You don't say thank you to all those people in those factories, but this is a way to say thank you to somebody that needs it that you may never meet. So it's just, again, the mindset, getting them in that mindset of being appreciative, giving out that thanks, being appreciative when they get it and saying thanks, things like that. I would do the same things. For example, I would give the uh, staff sometimes, I would come in early because I was one of the first ones in every day. I would bring in a box of donuts or a box of, you know, big thing of cookies from the bakery and I would put them out with a note saying, thanks for everybody for your hard work. And and they didn't have to know it was from me. They'd just come in and start to see a sign and free food. (laughs) Who's not going to grab it? If if you're a teacher, you know, if you work in a school, you know, I think I lost like 15 pounds after I stopped teaching because all the birthday treats and the free food but but seriously it's a great way and you know what it lifted my spirits throughout the day i'd go in there throughout the day and see the the donuts eaten or people write notes back whoever did this thank you that was so nice thank you it just uplifted my spirits so it's it's worth doing this with your kids you know and so they could also write notes to uh, staff members for example we wrote christmas cards to our bus drivers i said if you have a bus you write a bus and you're going to write a thank you note and you're going to give it to your bus driver when you get on the bus before a christmas break tonight and just say i hope you have a great break something thank you so much for all you do draw a picture of you on the bus whatever i don't care but give them something positive and they love doing that and what was great was it didn't take a lot of learning time why because i would be read to them every day for about 15 minutes after lunch and they would be working on projects like this Oftentimes it was to finish homework that I gave them so they didn't take it home that night or to get started on it or to get something done before it was due later in the day so it wouldn't be a late assignment. But often, you know, during those times if we were doing it for somebody else or something special, I wouldn't, I would say this time can only be used for working on those cards if you want to do that. Or you can just sit and listen. They'd get out those cards and work on them and then we'd give them out and they'd get excited. Mr. Cecil, my bus driver got so excited, said they never got a card like this before. And so that was great. In fact, one year I went out with my wife. This is even after I retired. We went back the next year because I knew the bus drivers always came into the circle and they waited for the kids to come out. We went on each bus and gave each one a cupcake from a bakery and they just flipped out because they remembered me but they're like oh my gosh you came back and I said yeah you know I never thanked you guys personally for all the work you do so inside they always got cookies and stuff but you guys don't come in so here I'm coming out to you and they just flipped out and they thought that was the greatest thing and again it lifted their spirits it lifted mine and it's that appreciation mindset you're just putting out there you're putting out there why because it's building that yellow kayak syndrome where you're going to start to see more opportunities in your own life to things to be excited happy about and appreciative of to be thankful for right so these are just some examples uh, that they can do you know and that you can do with your kids often so look this is really important stuff all these acts of kindness and gratitude what they do is again they condition your brain to focus more on positive things in life than just focus on all the negatives which we tend to do just out of default it's not that we're bad people it's just we hear other people do it so then we start to do it and so we start to next thing you know feeling like my life has a lot of good things in it so if we can catch ourselves and start to program our brains the way we want it's going to have much better results right by the way the last thing i looked up was How does gratitude really affect people? And here's some things I came up with that I thought was very interesting. It says that it helps others with their own mental health. Uh, It reduces stress. It improves mood, self-esteem. It makes people people happier, which means our students are happier, less challenges they bring into our classroom. If we go in happier, less challenges, we make mountains out of mohills that didn't need to become mountains, right? And it can, no, no, 
it won't can, it will. It will help to minimize some of the challenges caused by the things listed above, right? So I know for a fact, for example, it has improved my mental health sometimes when I do something nice for other people or I say thank you. Even if it's something as simple as holding the door open for some people, you'll be amazed how surprised they are. They'll say, well, thank you so much for holding that door. I'm like, oh, my pleasure. I hope you have a good day. Even throw that in. Put that seed in their mind. Have a good day. Thank you. I will. You know, so it's just good. But it reduces my stress. It makes me feel happier. It improves my self-esteem. I know the days because I still I go out and volunteer now twice a week, once at Ellie's Place, once at the Greater Lansing Food Bank here in Lansing. And I can't tell you, some days I'm like, oh, I got to get up early and I got to go do this. Or, you know, at night I got to drive over there for the night night sessions at Ellie's place. But whenever I leave that place, I always feel more uplifted than when I went in. And so it's just something that just feeds you. And so the more we can get our kids to do things for others, the more we can do things for our students, all of this is a huge thing. So don't write this off as, oh, it's just about being, you know, in a good mood or being thankful. I, I'm too busy trying to teach a curriculum. This stuff is going to help you have more time to teach and your kids more time to learn. And you're going to attract, win, uh, you know, winning teams attract fans. You're going to attract fans doing this. So I hope you'll keep this in mind as you move forward. And if it is Thanksgiving this week for you, hey, happy Thanksgiving. And if it's not, <laughs> that's good for me because that's more turkey, mashed potatoes, and stuffing for me. So don't forget the gravy. All right. Hey, give this a shot, please. And remember, best year ever. You have the power to make it happen.